Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash supernpcradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxhound. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing on myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell- Oh, my bad. Carry on. To defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed The Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They'll release bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. to you live this morning from the lands between WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser Andra, uh, Andros Godric. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, uh, Jeremy Schmidt, uh, the Dung Eater, here with uh, an incredible uh, cast of characters uh, a la the Zoo Tycoon crew here to help us usher in a new era of gaming, a post-Elden Ring era of gaming. I have, of course, Jacques Maladou the Golden. How are you, Jacques? Feeling great, man. So happy to be here. Awesome. Simply say, Jacques. Bonjour, Jacques. And that came through? <laughs> yep. Okay. Sounded great. Thank you. <laughs> we also have uh, Nick Limon, the wizened child. Nick Limon, how are you? Doing well. Happy to be back. Really sad I couldn't be the deathbed companion. But oh, I'll, I'll give it a pass. Yeah, no, no <laughs> worry. No worries. Uh, and here is your 2022 sound effect. Good, sir. You came through, Nikki. Yes, you're tarnished through and through. You got you got an Elden love Ring. It. You you, you, you happen to hold out on coming on the show just long enough for the game. That's to why come I wait. I, my my yeah. appearances on the show were as delayed as Elden Ring. Ah, perfect. Nick uh, turns him down every week. He's like, nope, <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, waiting. just waiting, waiting, waiting. We have, of course, Alec Robbins, the torrent horse trainer. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> are you okay, Mega Man? I hate my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where was I? Anyways, the game Elden Ring is out. Uh, we uh, have all played it. We're recording on a Sunday. The game dropped Thursday night around 9 p.m. for us here on the west coast we're all on the west Co- yeah we're on the west coast um 
I'm really excited to get into it. This whole episode is going to be dedicated to Elden Ring. Before we get started with that, though, I wanted to uh, go around the horn and just uh, everyone can talk about another game they were playing right before Elden Ring. I think that could be a fun thing. Like, what what game is now dead and buried that uh, Elden Ring completely just eclipsed uh, uh, when it came out? Jacques, uh, what were you doing before this game came out? So I just got an Xbox like um, a month ago which I'm going to now promptly throw in the trash because I got a living for <laughs> PS5. But uh, I got really into Forza like a week ago. And nice. it's like, it's so great. And it's just so funny how much it's like, will I ever play it again? <laughs> just You know what I mean? Like, I was so into it. And then this happened and it's like, I'm not going to play it for two months. And will I care then? Yeah. I we'll think say. you might. That's a that's a that that forces to me are like pretty evergreen. I don't know how people yeah. feel here, but I like it's like it. a zone out and like listen to a podcast and just drive around. But I I can't imagine being like, man, I really wish this car was a horse. And I wish I could <laughs> jump. <laughs> they, added I cars. See, they, I they added cars to Elden Ring. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Soon. What about you? Were you playing anything before Elden Ring came out? Uh, yeah, I, I ended up finishing that Horizon Forbidden West mostly just because I was like, well, I gotta do something before Elden Ring comes smart, out. Smart. But then I finished, I finished it like three days before Elden Ring. So for the three day period, I was like, I, work was like slightly winding down and I was just had a little more free time and I was like, kind of just, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was pacing around the house. I was like, I'm going to re-download Dark Souls 3 just so I can try and recapture something, just so I can prep my body for it. And I was yeah. just like, man, these games are so good. <laughs> then I ended up downloading The Order 1886 again for some reason and playing around in that a little bit. Is that I, like a I, Souls I was game? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Not at all. I just... Gotcha. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was frantic. <laughs> you were lost, man. You, you were lost, dude. I was, yeah. I was, my frenzied meter was building up. Yeah. <laughs> Over here playing vampire with a Y for some reason. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Alec, were you, what were you doing? I, you were playing Dark Souls as well, that's right? Literally, that yeah, you, you, you answered my question for me. I was playing through Dark Souls uh, right before this came out in the lead up. Um, and I'd never beaten it before. So that was the first time like I actually... Oh, nice. I was rushing you, to finish right like before. Did you like it? I loved it. Did you like well, it? I've I've played other <laughs> from games. I just like hadn't tackled Dark Souls proper, and nice. I was finally like, it was actually totally manageable for me. I did not have that much trouble except early game. Um, right, but uh, I mean, that's, it was still hard. I, it was not easy. Oh, yeah. It was just like I've been trained by other from games to now be able to like get through that one. That was great. It's super interesting because like Dark Souls itself was the big like I think pivot point for From Software and I think playing that and now playing Elden Ring which I think is another yep. pivot point for for like more approachability for the general masses of like oh this is like a thing like I never knew that From Software would be a household name at some yeah. point based on their track record but now they are which is awesome. Yeah, like I, I have a lot of friends that uh, oh sorry, I was going to say like go a ahead. lot of friends that are would never have touched a Souls game that have watched me play Bloodborne or Sekiro and mm -hmm. been like, oh, okay, I see what these are. But several <laughs> of several of those friends have already told me they got Elden Ring, and I hope that they're able to like. I mean, it, it's definitely more accessible, but like, there's still mm -hmm. very high difficulty <laughs> choke points right. that they're going to struggle with. I think. I love that this was the segment where we don't talk about Elden Ring. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, it's not, that's my fault. <laughs> that was me. It's actually, me. we all did it. Yeah, it's every, impossible. Every game is just informed by Elden Ring. It's you know, impossible. Yeah. Now, I, I, um, I, I, I like Nick. It was uh, playing uh, that that Horizon Forbidden West game. 
I um uh I not to be super negative for a second. I continue to not like that game. Uh, that game is not um, it's not very fun. I don't I don't think I I, I, I think yeah. it's a world that's like it's big. It's 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 audacious. It's beautiful. It's very pretty. But mm. I feel like it's a game where it just does it doesn't feel like I'm controlling the main character. Like Aloy's <laughs> relationship to her environment feels so weird and like it doesn't she doesn't feel like she's attached to anything which is ironic because like the game that i would argue feels way better to play is death stranding which is on the same engine Mm -hmm. um, as horizon so like it's wild to me that they learned so much from death stranding except how to they just didn't learn how to make it feel good to move around yeah and i think that's my big problem with horizon yeah, it's 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 a thing that I've 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 really I've really held out having this opinion about Sony's big tentpole first party games of just like the fatigue of a very story driven game as opposed to like say a game like Elden Ring or uh maybe like another game I was playing Sifu at the time which is a very mechanics heavy game. Uh you know, I feel like Elden Ring, Sifu, you know, games like Portal, uh, those are games for people who like video games. Horizon, Last of Us, Uncharted, they feel like games for people who like movies. And You're getting me started, like, man. Oh, man. Well, but and the, <laughs> no, the I only agree problem fully. with that is that yeah. there's a hundred years of movies to compare those against. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. so it's like, it, unless you're making a really, really fucking good movie, which the, a lot of these yeah, games I, are not. I have a serious issue with PlayStation's recent, like, uh, focus on cinematic uh story-driven storytelling yeah i think that is such a a walk in the wrong direction for like what makes games interesting you you have an entire generation of like these dad game devs that are trying really hard to like prove roger ebert's old video games can't be art thing wrong and they're obsessed with actually trying to make uh uh uh, you know like something that people could compare to an oscar-winning movie which they're yeah those scripts from those games like even though they're probably a little more sophisticated than some other video game scripts have been are like, I don't know, blues clues compared to an Oscar winning movie. And I don't even like yeah. Oscar winning movies half the time. Like right. I'm already, I'm mad about every angle of this. Yeah. I love it's such, it. it. It's such a bad angle to be like, I think you're right that they're trying to do this art thing. And it's like the games that are actually art are the ones that use gameplay mechanics as like yeah, storytelling devices. It's like, that's the thing that's kind of like trans transcending the medium. If you want to say. Games should feel good to yeah. play. They are yeah. even, no. not even feel good. I don't even think they actually need to feel gonna, good. I, I just argue, think yeah. <laughs> I, I think that they need to. I just think you need to have an active role in how you play it, and you need to stop taking control away from the player. Just let them, let them do everything. Oh, yeah. That and is like, the way I see it. Even in the argument against games feeling good, like I would say, Quap has more artistic merit than any Last of Us game. Like. <laughs> Then. Like what about, I just need I need I direct input. Is. Like oh, Quop, dude, Quop oh, is. You gotta try. I mean, I don't know if you can still play it Quop now that Flash is. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Oh, a, it wasn't a Flash man. game. It might have been like a Shockwave game. But uh, Bennett Foddy made this game famously, oh, where you're really like a track racer, and all of your limbs are connected to one letter on the keyboard. Um, oh right, right. I think okay, it's Q W O and P yeah, yeah, yeah. actually. There's also yeah. like a rock climbing one that's similar. Um, okay, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, what uh, getting over? That's the getting over it guy. Yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's delightful. Yeah, I I think um yeah I think I agree with what everyone's saying. I just like <laughs> so so to compare it like a game like Sifu. I don't know if anyone's tried this game yet. Mm-mm. It uh fucking, it, it fucking rocks. It's like it is it is a uh, um 
It's not it, it's not really a souls like kind of game. It's just like a hard game that is an emphasis on mechanics, so it like feels like kind of soulsy. The martial like, arts stuff know, I saw moved really yeah. cool. Yeah, I was I was w- into when it. any when any random enemy can just kick your ass, it, it's <laughs> like hard to not compare it to a souls game because you're just right. like everything is so hostile, right? But it, it is uh like the I think graphically the game rocks. I think it looks good. It I think, you know, it, the art direction is so killer. And then I'm playing a game with like literal robot dinosaurs. This should be the greatest game ever made. And I'm like, yeah. what the heck? Why? <laughs> Aloy, oh, is so, Aloy is so bothered by every person she meets. She's so upset at the at her own world. It's convinced me I hate it too. I hate everybody. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. It, it's super interesting. Like, I think Horizon is a game that like I don't think I would recommend it to like people who are it feels so people who like truly love video games like people who are just very into what games are as a medium but i do feel like horizons is a game that i recommend to someone who buys like one or two games a year Mm -hmm. they want to see how cool their playstation 5 is and i'd be like yeah this is the one that you want to you know veg out with you know two hours every night before you fall asleep sure yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but it, it is super interesting to compare it to Sifu, um, going back to like the cinematic influences where I do think Sifu is very inspired by cinema in a way that is unique to video games in that Sifu's opening title sequence is an homage to Hong Kong Kung Fu cinema yeah. of everyone's on a red backdrop and you're seeing all the different fighting styles that are happening uh, that that you're going to see essentially in the movie. Right. And not only that, they're also the way you're going to beat the bosses in Sifu. So that's like a very clever way of tying back to its cinematic roots while also still being very much a video game, which yeah. I really enjoyed. They do the scene from Old Boy, the hallway scene, uh, like where mm-hmm. you where he goes and just kicks everyone's ass in that hallway and they and you play through that scene and it's something that's okay, like good. you never that think that scene, not the other scene from Old Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I don't know if they do that scene later. I haven't got that far. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it should, it's something that shouldn't work. And it's just like, oh, wait a minute. No, this does work. And it's fun as hell. And I love this. Um, I mean, it's funny you bring that up because that old boy scene is kind of video game. It's not, I mean, it's, it's not like, I don't think it's inspired by video games because of when it came out, but, um, it feels very much like, uh, it, it translates perfectly to it. You're just, uh, one, you're one person fighting your way through an enclosed space with a limited set of tools. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, whatever that's boring let's talk about elden ring uh <laughs> thank, thank fucking god <laughs> um okay uh we're just gonna get right into it today because i'm sure we, I, I know that we all probably have a lot to talk about uh with elden ring um now here is the question that we we posed off mic that i want to pose on mic because i think it would be, be a fun way to have this conversation uh what do we want to do in terms of spoilers because i'll tell you this everyone here is probably at a different place in the game um Hours wise, I'm about ten in. Uh, I don't know. My thing when I was playing this game is, and I was thinking about this episode is like, I don't think you can spoil this game. Like Alec, if you told me you were running in the woods and you ran up across a giant big old bear and the big bear attacked you, I would not. I wouldn't even know what that meant. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't consider that a spoiler. You wouldn't know what it meant if I said I got attacked by a bear. I've never <laughs> seen a bear before. I've never seen a bear. So, but I guess, I guess my my mm-hmm. point is like. I don't know how you do spoil this game other than if you were to like even visually if you were to describe it to me with your mouth it it wouldn't do it justice what happens in it. So I mean and there's no real plot or story there's 
I want to also talk about like what we think is going on in this game and like who we think who is and stuff. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, uh, right off the bat, I think there are things that can be spoiled. Um, but you know, there's not. I think we could we could gauge which things really aren't that. Like, oh, I stumbled I onto so. this crazy scenario happening. Um, probably less of a spoiler than some of the other things I'm thinking about. But yeah, sure. it's like you can be like, I opened a chest and or something like that. There's things that you can say that are spoilers. I mean, we could we could like limit it to um, overworld stuff, maybe. Um, I'm also like thinking we could mark it by how many great runes we might have gotten. Um, sure. I I don't even know what a great rune is. So that's, that's a great <laughs> marker. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I think okay. So we're we're thinking that there, if there are things that can be spoiled, we might want to just be sensitive to people who haven't yeah got to the those places or seen yeah. those things. I I think I might be the furthest possibly, but that also like I've I've had friends who are way behind me who like pointed out things that I had never even noticed yet or gotten to. So like the game That's is so thing. it's yeah. so wide that. Uh, everyone's experience is going to be different anyway. We're going to like list off things that were in the starting area that the other three missed. And that's probably totally. fine. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'll, I, I think, yeah, just like we should probably limit it to early game for everyone's sake. But. Maybe maybe the, the greater limb grave area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's And I, and I would also say that it, for me anyways, maybe I'm just speaking from my experience, I, I can only talk about early game stuff because <laughs> I, 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 even 10 hours in, you know, depending on how you play those 10 hours, you know, you could either be a lot farther in the game or way, 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 yep. way, way early in the game. So uh, it's also kind of hard to tell. I, I'm just going to I'm not, I'm just gonna say for me personally, what would be a spoiler? What wouldn't be a spoiler? Like that's like, fair. Yeah, I, I went into a cave and I found a blank. You know, is that does that hurt That's someone's fine. experience? I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. But I think as long as you're not naming names like, oh, this I went to the the witch bane swamp and X, Y and Z happened here. Like, I feel like as long as you're not X, naming y, and names, Z happened? Pokemon oh, X, yeah. Y and then the third Pokemon game. Googling X, <laughs> Y and Z. Googling yeah. X, Y and Z. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that's uh, now that that's out of the way. Maybe if we're gonna say something that we think might hurt someone's experience or or kind of spoil someone's experience, we will say spoiler. We'll announce it um, loudly and proudly. And uh, for, yeah, for listeners, like I, I, yeah, we're probably just gonna spoil a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, I would say that the I, I guess I guess why I wanted to bring this up is to make that point of the yeah. type of game this is is not like a Horizon yeah. where you can oh, like, yeah. literally blow a story beat it is like this sure. is a it, what we're going to be spoiling perhaps is like items or or little context clues of like the greater overall story or maybe a boss here or there like a boss's name like, like i think i think the worst thing we could do is experience like spoil certain uh like experiential moments like yeah in this game you will fight a dragon, but I think how you encounter that dragon is what I wouldn't want to talk about. Totally. Because that's the part that's exciting. Discovering stuff like that is what's fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the stuff that really sticks with people when they look back on their time with the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to hint at things more like, have you been to the little inlet in the middle of the swamp? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Yes, yeah, I have. That's a specific <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> Cool. Okay, so uh, I got my hands on this thing right away. I I want to I want to point out that uh, there's a lot of discourse going on right now, not only about the game's popularity, but like the whole "is it for everybody" conversation. Um, this game is to me a, a Dark Souls game. Like it just is a Dark Souls game with more with more going on in a big open world, more mechanics. But 
the idea that this is like more approachable. I, 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 they, well, they build in a tutorial, which is crazy, mm-hmm. but it is optional. You, I mean, if you don't go that direction, you can miss the tutorial. <laughs> but Dark Souls, I definitely had... missed it the first time I played through. Oh, I was, so I just went straight to like the elevator that brings you up to Limgrave. I'm like, all right, time to begin. Time to and party. Then, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm gonna make another character real quick. And then I was like, wait a second, there's like a whole other, air, there's a whole ass other area. There's a whole ass the... hole down there. <laughs> yeah, it's like it also yeah. seems a little scary to jump down too. It seems like the thing the new player would less likely choose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. Dark even Dark Souls starts off with like, and Bloodborne, you have uh, like areas with with little messages on the ground that teach you all the controls. This felt to me just like a blown up version of that, where there's actual enemy encounters along the way to teach you how to use those controls. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. and and like greatly reduced NPC uh, enemies, like the, their oh, power yeah. is These like, were like so sub goombas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so yeah. you could really like wail on them and and know what that feels like to mm-hmm. like crunch into a into a boss and stuff. My I favorite don't think was this that... game is oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just say I don't think this game is actually like easier at all, but I do think it's like more approachable in that there's save points before bosses, mm-hmm. and I think that is like the thing that makes it like so much more user friendly. So even if you lose to a boss fifty times, you're not spending two and a half minutes walking to that boss. Well, it's also like thing- more- oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was no, gonna say ahead. it's more forgiving too. Like in the sense that if you're stuck on a boss, there's like eight million other things you can go do instead. So like exactly. it's not like a. If you're in a boss in Dark Souls and it's like a story one and you can't go any further because you've already explored everything else, like you have to beat that boss. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sekiro was particularly uh, bad about this or, or good about it, depending on your point of view, where you couldn't even level up. You just had to like yeah. keep fucking. But I'll tell you this it, in Sekiro's defense, that was what finally got me to be able to beat one of these games was because I didn't have to like worry about, oh, are my stats not high enough? Right. Like, what I would hate in Bloodborne or Dark Souls was like showing up to a boss and not knowing I was underleveled. Whereas Sekiro, right. I was like, all right, I can do this. I just have to learn. That's happening in this game, I, I mm. think, is that you are showing up to a lot of encounters oh, yes. not not knowing if I'm the problem or the yeah. game's the pro- who where's the problem here or is it just hard you know but here like, it's more forgiving because i can just go somewhere else exactly. <laughs> it's true it, yeah, yeah if you true. swing a sword at a boss and you do just the tiniest yes. centimeter sliver of <laughs> yeah, damage yeah. like okay yeah. i should probably go somewhere i have found else. some late game bosses i think by accident um mm-hmm. that yeah. i just ran away from i was like all right well there goes five thousand uh, runes i lost those yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny how much like as the game progresses you're like you have four thousand runes and you're like not worried about it though yeah, like, yeah. like at first i'm like i don't want to lose these 700 yep. at a certain point <laughs> yeah i gotta buy arrows for my short bow <laughs> um i uh yeah well i i think it i don't know if it was my build but i want to hear everyone's build here in a second but mm-hmm. my particular build uh I, to the game's difficulty i want to also mention you know i did go out and uh, the first few enemies i encountered i was able to handle them very easily and I will say that, like, that was a little bit of a difference between what my experience was with Sekiro and Bloodborne in that it would take a lot more to get an enemy down and dead right away in those in those early yeah. moments. I fought, I, I remember, like, before leveling up or anything, before finding uh, my my stuff, they gave me the opportunity to level up. I beat two bosses, uh, or many ones, many ones, like, the, right. like a, a cave and a crypt one. And I remember, like, wailing on them and be like, oh, I'm actually, like, knocking down a significant portion of their health. Uh, and it might have just been my build. I know that there are builds you could probably have that uh, start you out at a way weaker 
way weaker. But I mean, I, overall, the starting yeah. area is not super. It's uh, not as yeah. yeah. It's not Bloodborne. It's like, not Bloodborne, Bloodborne. That first area yeah. is just <laughs> well, so <laughs> cruel. It's yeah. like cruel. I think. Yeah. Right away in Bloodborne, it's like you're at the end of the game. It feels like. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like there's no like Gascoigne equivalent in the opening area. So it's all very much like, oh, right. this is. Not too bad, except for the tree sentinel. The tree he's sentinel, yeah, but the tree like sentinel dick. he's a fuck you thing. He's like, don't look <laughs> yeah. like this guy yet. Yeah. He's a yeah, punchline. You know, he's a like, yeah. but I th- that's the beauty of the game, though, right? That's the beauty of that starting area. Is like there is this wide open world. There are things on this open world that you might think you're safe against, but there are some things that you just want to avoid. And that's mm. the game teaching you innately. Like I think that's more of a tutorial than the tutorial area where yep. it's stopping you down. Yeah, like true. it is showing you how this world works. And and that's like kind of how they tutorialize you in every one of these games is like they always <laughs> confront you with something way hard right away that you have to kind of run away from. It's, it's the teach the the lesson keeps getting taught again and again and again. Well, um, the the ga- to to mention the gas coin equivalent here, I think there is one, and it's a little mm-hmm. further down. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll name the boss. I think it's the only one we should probably name because I've seen everybody on Twitter already talking about this one. It's the first like real boss named Margaret. Margaret. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Margaret. That was also the one in Mar- the network Mar- test, at the so wedding. that one feels safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Margaret Mar- 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 the Mar- wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this, this one felt to me like you could get there relatively early. Um, and in my case, I was not ready yet. And I kind of kept coming yeah. back every few hours to see, can I take him on yet? No? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go mm-hmm. back later. Definitely a guy Same. I banged my head against. Like, there's been two nights. One was like Friday night, and one was last night. Where uh, I there's Margit, and then there's a boss that happens down the road, same area, yeah. and it's just that much harder than Margit. And <laughs> I, and like I spent Friday night, an hour into Margit, finally vanquishing Margit, and then an, and then the same thing last night where it was like banging my head banging my head banging my head and it was and it was crazy because i just had this vibe like i even like looked stuff up online about margaret in particular how there's like there's like an item you can get if oh, you yeah. go and find patches you know and like he'll get he'll sell it to you and it's like i was just like no i'm already here i i feel like like i would get his health down to like a third and i'd be like oh i think this i think i need to just Aww. bang my head against this and do it yep and i did, I that did. Too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't actually fought. I haven't even attempted Stormvale Castle, which I'm, I'm going to say the name just because that was in the network test. Yeah, that's, yeah, like yeah, a thing yeah. that's that fair. This is like the opening stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Um, one thing that's interesting, though, just based on what you said, that there's an item that you can use to affect the boss fight. That is yeah. straight up Gascoigne exactly. and Bloodborne. There's the music box in Bloodborne that will cause Gascoigne to stop. That's awesome. That is so interesting because mm-hmm. I think FromSoft does have this like style that they're like, well, you gotta have something cool like this, and <laughs> like that is that is a fun little discoverability thing. So yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Also, the patches encounter. So mm-hmm. it's so funny. I was, yeah. I, I, I was don't like, even know a, where patches is. I, yeah, I had a friend who was reviewing it uh, for his publication, and he was like forty hours in, and I told him about patches. He's like, I never found that. Oh, and he's no. and he, he's a recurring NPC. Like he shows up multiple times. Like once you start that quest line, he shows up during my quest. And I'm like, you just missed out on a full thing. <laughs> oh yeah. no. It's prob- well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how early I'd. Rec- I mean, it, they, the game seems to think like, oh, if you got to patches first, then you can get Margit's item thing mm-hmm. and like maybe help with that boss fight but uh i actually haven't gotten to him yet like i like he's really but i know early. where he is he's like yeah. he's like under the bridge right like there's a big yeah the swamp area the swamp near the area, start yeah. there's there's a bridge with some like skeletons hanging down go past that 
there's an encounter over there and then a cave and then inside the cave is See, uh, like this stuff is the perfect way to talk about yep. it because it's like it's so non there's a bridge with skeletons hanging from it you gotta hang a left it's like giving directions left, to someone baby. like in the old days before smartphones i, I love, love it, it. Yeah. this is yeah like anytime a new from game comes out like i just everyone i'm talking to online we're all swapping like did you go here yet did, the, you, get, the did you get teleported becomes, across the map? <laughs> it becomes Zelda 1 again. It becomes yeah. Zelda on the NES, where we're just like, did you burn the bush? Uh, Jacques, <laughs> Jacques, are you hip to the patches stuff in all these From games? Do you know about patches? No, I don't, actually. Patches is like a recurring character in all the... Is um, he the bald one? Yeah, yeah. Well, in Demon Souls, he is. Uh, you meet him is in the, the fire pu- area. In Bloodborne, he's, he's a spider. He, he pushes you. Yeah. In Bloodborne, he's a spider, Yeah. Oh, I haven't. Se- I, I remember him in Demon Souls. It was really funny when he betrays you. Yeah, he betray- uh, he betrays you in, in, <laughs> yeah. in all of them. In, in yeah. Dark Souls, he kicks yeah. you into a pit. It's great. Yeah. I love him. Oh, cool. He's my I haven't seen him in this one. <laughs> yeah, I he's a good guy. I was he's so excited guy. when I found him because, like, I kind of figured he'd be somewhere, and then like the presentation for it, like it's patches. I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's obviously cl- yeah. It's 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 a it's a great addition to these games and a bit of levity. A bit of levity. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, you, you were, oh, go ahead, Jock. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, like, you were saying a bit of levity, and I feel like it's like, these. I, that's my favorite thing about these games, is that they're the most serious thing ever made, on the <laughs> one hand, and then they're like so absurd and stupid on the other hand. It's yeah. like, it's such a great combo. It's perfectly it. playing it straight. And they get away I with it on know. both angles. Like, I, it's yeah. so funny. You'll hear somebody named the Dung Eater, like Jeremy yeah. mentioned earlier, <laughs> and like that's like in the opening cinematic. They, they give a good, like, like 10 seconds to the dung eater and i'm like okay that's insane and i buy into him i i'm scared of this guy also funniest thing i've seen in the game all year yeah. and some yeah. ridiculously good narration <laughs> oh rise dog i'm like all right let's do this <laughs> I wonder if the japanese voice acting was anywhere near as intense I'm so oh curious. man the loathsome dung eater when that happened i just started texting friends i was like guys there's a loathsome dung eater in this one i lost my mind at the mad taint yeah 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 the mad taint um well uh i mean i get now now to the topic that's on everyone's minds um can we, let's all just pitch around and we think what actually george rr R. martin did contribute to this game <laughs> i've been joking about this since so, yeah did yeah. you read his blog post about it no. yeah it's so no, fun. it was like it literally read like a grandpa who someone asked him to like paint a fence he's like yes. oh these nice these nice uh people came up to me and asked me if i wanted to make some lore for their <laughs> game and I, I i hate writing but i love writing lore so i said yeah of course <laughs> Yeah. That is so wild. Yeah, I, I like that's a dream job, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does. And it, it benefits both of them because now his name's smack dab on top of this like critically exactly. acclaimed game. I I feel like um, he probably did more than I think he did, but it doesn't seem like he did a lot. <laughs> no, it seems like they met for three hours for coffee, and he just yeah. spelled out a bunch of names and ideas. Like he's like, it's a talking jar, and they were like, okay, cool, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, yeah. But the jar those... came from FromSoft, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. All of the concepts I've run into so far seem completely like from True. stuff. I, None of them have seemed like a, a Game of Thrones type thing, other than maybe like, like maybe like deep lore concepts but, but that's that's what i'm saying is like it's really interesting to use this as like a way to compare it to the way they do lore in other games mm-hmm. where it's it really is just proving it's less about the lore itself and more about how they present lore 
It's it's like a magic cards uh, flavor text blown up into a whole video game where if you don't read, it's all about interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like if you don't um, read the I, books that come out with magic sets, you're just like you read the two <laughs> sentences at the bottom of a card. You're like imagining everything that has to do with that. Oh, I <laughs> I don't know what this is. I'm never going to look it up, but great. <laughs> yeah. From what I gathered in an interview I read with Miyazaki, it is uh, I think it's super appropriate how George R. R. Martin actually influenced Elden Ring because um, back in the day when he was making Dark Souls, Demon Souls, one thing that he loved doing was just reading books in English. But because English wasn't his native language, he kind of picked up every other word and then filled in the details with his imagination. And that was the driving force with how the world building and the kind of set dressing story of all the souls game kind of came right. about flash forward to elden ring george rr R. martin was basically given the task of give me the history of this <laughs> world and then i'm going to take that history and then i'm going to add my personal touches and i'm going to use this as the framing device mm-hmm. i'm going to build within this history that you've established i'm going to build within this fence and then have fun with that. And I think that's such an appropriate way, like a such a beautiful evolution of how the story of these games kind of comes about. It's really yeah. neat. But it's also interesting because like I feel like the story is almost the same in all of them, where it's like <laughs> yeah. there was this big power and then they had children and then the children fucked it up. Or maybe they're gods. Maybe they're children. Maybe they're gods. And then Both. it's like they, they became bad with power at all these things. And it's like then you you go find those people. I feel like that's the story in Demon it, it's Souls. Cyclical. It's the story in Dark Souls. It's it's, so it's yeah, like, like that's do, the story, yeah. but the lore. Yeah, like that's uh, you're totally dead on. Like that's just a good setup for. I was I was describing to somebody like why why uh, Fallout New Vegas works really well is just like a a game and not a story. Even though there's a story in it, it's because most of the story has already happened. And it plops you down at the pivotal point of the story, which is in New Vegas, you're trying to deal with all these factions and influence this next battle that's about to happen. And in every From game, it's just, I mean, aside from Sekiro, it's like a lot of shit has already happened. Right. You're plopped down and now you're just the one cleaning up the mess and f- making one final choice or something. Um, and that's yeah. that's no different here. And I think they know that formula works. And like all that they really need to do is pull from uh, like... Like Nick was saying, you just give them the framework and you can play around in that tool shed. Yeah. I love the hopeless feeling too, that that like everything's already happened, that like the characters are like mm-hmm. so fatalist across the board. <laughs> They're like, yeah. yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I just like yeah. love that energy. This game's yeah. less yeah. oppressive than the other ones. This one like feels yeah. a lot happier so far, but I've seen hints of like, okay, there's a darkness lurking and I'm, I can't wait to get to like the more bloodborne aspects of this game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, I found I, a couple. Well, at one point, yeah, I was going to say, at one point, I fell through the geometry of the castle all wow. the way to the bottom, bottom, bottom of the thing, and I saw something down there that I was like, oh, Uh-oh. no, <laughs> there's something way down here that I am oh, that terrified rules. of. Like, that was a glitch? <laughs> no, it was, like, it, was like I, it was like I jumped down... Like there's like you know those big shafts with the elevators oh, and yeah. you have to like you have to like signal them up and, yep. and like and, if, and until you actually hit the button it won't actually pull the le- the levers won't pull. Yes. I jumped down one all the way <laughs> to the very very bottom and it was just like it and it looked like a, a set design kind of out of Bloodborne, which I was happy to see. I was like, "Ooh, okay, this is cool." Yeah, I've been underground. It's a vague spoiler and you're going to see some cool shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, the one yeah. thing I will say too, and this is just such a personal thing, is I, I I'm gonna have to get over that I don't think From is gonna do 
like I my favorite from games are actually not the Dark Souls games. They're like the Bloodborne Sekiro when they're doing a take on like another kind of like universe cuz high fantasy stuff, this is going to sound crazy is talking about as much as I love Elden Ring, it's just not my bag. Like I'm just not as into the aesthetics of like fairies and magic and horses as much as I am like Victorian London <laughs> love No, I, I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like in Sekiro that like that like take on on like Japan is just so cool to me. Um, it's also hyper specific. Like you get yeah. like with dark fantasy, you, it's very broad. So it's hard to like get too excited yeah. about any one detail. That said, have any of you read Berserk? Yes. I actually just, uh, I keep I, hearing I, about unfortunately it. as a result of Kentaro Miura's passing, oh my God, I, I, know. I was like, I'm going to finally do it. And man, it, it didn't is, disappoint. It is an adventure. It is, it is one of journey. the best written stories ever. Uh, like, and I mean mm-hmm. that truly. Like, it's it's a that's a hyperbolic Agreed. statement. It's just like he was tapping into something, and it's all dark fantasy, and it's all Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, Dark Souls was yeah. directly inspired by Berserk, um, cool. and that that would probably make you appreciate the dark fantasy stuff a little more because, like, there is yeah. a hyper specificity to it that's not super. Uh, yeah. I it's like sweet. it because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't. Right. I, I I do think this shit is cool. It's just like what got me into these games was no, Bloodborne originally. And it <laughs> right. won't, and it'll, it'll always be in the shadow of Bloodborne just because that universe I thought aesthetically was just right up my alley. Right. Agreed. I, I think you, you won't be disappointed. I, I'll be very vague, yeah. but there are some areas I was like, this is just the nightmare frontier. Yeah. From Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I've, and I've already seen stuff to myself that I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is really cool. Um, and I, and, I, and I, don't get me wrong. I do think this, this, this universe is great. And, and, and dude, why do you hate it so much? <laughs> Jeremy, it sounds like you don't like Elden Ring at all. Should we, should we put that on the record? Yeah. <laughs> on the record, this game fucking sucks. And you know, I didn't um, think I liked uh, this sort of fantasy world that they do until I saw like skeletons with swords and I was like, wait, I love that. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's like, like a shit. metal album cover and you're like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so what did everybody uh, choose as their class? There's quite a bit of options here um, and I, I love what they're doing with their class system in this, uh, like uh, especially with the wretch. The wretch is like one of the most interesting <laughs> classes you could choose right away. Um, I went with a confessor. I can. Uh, I was. Oh, I I'm, love try- that. I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, here, fellas. I'm trying to do a little bit of action and a little bit of magic. I want to do a little <laughs> bit of both. And so far, my build has allowed me to do that in a in a way that I'm happy with. Where is confessor faith or intelli- yeah. intelligence? It's faith. Okay. It's faith. Yeah, um, I believe it's faith. Actually, now I'm not a hundred percent. It makes it's, sense because he's a confessor. He's a priest, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think he's the coolest looking. And then that's yeah. contrasted by the prisoner who is uh, intelligent. Yes. That's a the flint. The gl- glintstone. Glintstone. Yeah. Glintstone. I'll, I'll get. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was so close to clicking prisoner, and I really wish I did because I. Uh, I'll let you finish, Jeremy. But I eventually rebuilt like my existing guy into a prisoner. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. Un- no. I mean, I just like mm-hmm. I got I got I had good melee stats from the jump, so I, a lot of those early areas were p- pretty easy. But then I was able to scale up my magic. So like by the time I got to some of the harder shit, I was able to start lo- lobbing projectiles, which was like made those fights way more bearable. Um, <laughs> But uh, Alec, what about you? So you, so you originally were what, and then changed to what? Well, I started Vagabond, and I came like I, I got to tell you, I was I basically clicked prisoner. I was like, wait, 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 no, I don't know what I want. I don't know how magic works in this game. So I, I went. I was like, <laughs> it I was, was agonizing. Yeah, it was. It was, it's, I, it's and I so wanted hard. to play so bad, and I had the copy early. So I was like, I need to start early so I can brag. I need to. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't waste time on the character to select. Um, 
but I chose Vagabond and then um, a good like portion of my run in, I decided I really want to try magic. So I started building up intelligence and oh. um, right now I would call myself like a spell blade. Like I'm, I'm using primarily swords, but with an augmentation of like glintstone projectiles, um, which I nice. think is what the prisoner is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 well, one thing I love is that Bloodborne, a lot of people get a little bit nervous, or Bloodborne, uh, Elden Ring, people <laughs> get really nervous when they select the classes because they think that's what they're locked into. But like Alec just proved, that that is just basically the, the first steps, and the game really just allows you to play however you want. You don't really get punished. You, it incentivizes you constantly to experiment, and I love that you turned the Vagabond into this sort of uh, kind of battle mage type, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, I did end up going prisoner Hell mostly yes. because I'm fresh off berserk yes. and just that, that the, the look, that helmet that the it's uh, prisoner is using, it, it's Griffith. <laughs> it's one of the characters in berserk of like oh. th this kind of this, the, uh, the face helmet, uh, um, like, yeah. yeah, the man of royalty who has brushed shoulders with high society, who is, I, I, I when I play these games, I like to kind of role play my character, even though oh. there's no real way to do it. And so, like, it, it says it straight up in the, like, lore for the prisoner that he was basically a rich asshole, and then he got imprisoned for a crime that he did. He knows how to use magic, and he knows how to use rapiers. And so, basically, I've been kind of, like, using the glintstone magic and dexter like dexterity. That's that's kind of my primary build of, like, uh, pokey swords as, a po <laughs> as opposed to slashy ones. Mm. And uh, there's some stuff that happens in the story where I'm like, the helmet stays on until this one moment happened in the, uh, like, round table. Uh, that, oh. That's all I'll say about the round table. There's a character you in or interact with. I'm like, okay, my character has had time to reflect on that like interaction and now the helmet comes off he's no longer <laughs> that's how he's I'm no playing. longer isolated <laughs> that's so and good and so now the helmet's off and now he has like a, a bandana over his eye and i'm like hell yeah so Damn. good um, that's great yeah. i'm role playing as a character who runs a lot <laughs> <laughs> uh jacques I, what about you what was your class i'm also a prisoner uh, uh, i spent like a full 45 welcome. minutes in character oh. creation yeah thank you i guess <laughs> 45 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but just like I made him look like like kind of like Joey Ramone, but hot. And uh, he looked really cool. And then it's like you start playing as prisoner and they just put the helmet right on. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, I, I think this is the first time a From Software game has made it so that you can actually make attractive looking characters. <laughs> like by default, because they're usually just like all wretches, essentially. Yeah. They have cool haircuts. They have cool haircuts. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The hair was great. Yeah. Best character creator I've ever seen in a game, I think. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that's, it was I, I should play more character creator games, but I think for me. <laughs> I love uh, I love Prisoner though. I think he's fun. I I worry though because of the split sword and magic that I now have like both are okay as opposed to like like Juan, my partner's playing as astrologer and I just watch him just like magicking everyone <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I wish I was just doing that." He's summoning nukes and you're poking someone with a sword. <laughs> it's a but, uh, it's a brave choice to go with a magic user right off the bat in a from mm -hmm. game because mm -hmm. you're usually not it, like everyone says here, like not really sure how that's going to work. 
Like, yeah. it works so different in Bloodborne, for example, than it does in Dark Souls. And, like, I know that, like, magic users, for example, in Bloodborne were, like, a very hard class to spec because you, like, started at such a deficit and you had to, like... Right. You, really you basically have to know... You have, have to have already played Bloodborne yeah. Yeah. in order to properly build a magic user. Otherwise, you're, like, there's no way to plan around it. Yeah, because you have to, like, critical path to certain items to get exactly really early. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why i was prison. scared in this one um, yeah luckily magic's a lot more accessible here yeah there's like you, have, you do have to find specific like vendors um uh-huh. that are kind of like hidden away and you might never find them but i found no one i've played 20 <laughs> hours and i have my one spell i started oh with. my god whoa it, what's the spell it's really fun actually because it's like you basically you throw this little ball in the air and it takes like three seconds and then it charges at them oh the, yeah. so it's the summon swords right yeah so it's like this strategy where you like will do one and then you'll like back away and then as it hits them you stab them again and you want it to like hit people in the back when they have shields it's like it's really strategically yeah that's fun. so cool I, wow. I i learned that spell recently and i love it <laughs> oh yeah. cool nice yeah i'm just throwing i'm throwing fire, Got some fire. <laughs> see that i'm see, kind of jealous i wanted to do fireballs yeah yeah i want yeah. that but fire fire is pyromancer <laughs> yeah yeah, fire's good. I have fire's no, a- I have no points in faith. I'm all intelligence. Yeah, same and strength. <laughs> strength. I'm a, I'm a very smart, strong person. <laughs> yeah, an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man, what was I gonna fuck the gods of Elden Ring? <laughs> <laughs> but they, see, why wouldn't you have faith? There's definitely gods in this world. <laughs> You're seeing- I don't have faith there- in the gods. There's yeah. definitive proof. <laughs> Yeah, I'm an, I'm an agnostic. I see them and I'm like, I don't know. They <laughs> could be that could be anything. I don't know. <laughs> um, do you? Uh, what do we think? Like from an early early game perspective, not for some of us who played maybe a lot more and who know a lot more. What do we think? Like, they, what did, what are they? What do they set up in the premise of the game? I w- I really want to talk through what we think is actually going on. Like, like what happened up until we start. Like, what is this world? What are we looking Wait, at? Wait, I'll just say this. On the Bloodborne episode, Jeremy just like point blank is like, so Jacques, what's the story of Bloodborne? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh God. Uh, uh, there's some blood. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, there's something called pale blood. They say at the beginning and then you never really think about it again, but it seems important. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I just wanted to know like what, like, because I guess Alec was saying that they tell you. I know that they definitely give you like a whole spiel at the beginning and and oh. and like characters say different things and like i could tell you key words right you asked me like who i was and what happened before but like the the gods in charge um were in next in line to be uh the elden the elden lord and they all failed in their own way and that privilege to see who would be the next elden lord was then uh, extended to the tarnished because none of the gods stepped up. So now all the tarnished are fighting or not fighting, but like attempting now to a quest to claim that uh, title via whatever needs to get done. And all the old mm. gods are like pissed about it and fighting back or doing their own shit on the side, whatever it is. That's the, I mean, that's not everything, but that's like, that's right. more than I knew for like 20 hours. <laughs> I, they introduce I, you to a lot of characters right off the top that seem very important. This Queen Merrick seems very, very important. And then her two sons, Godwin and Godric. I think God, Godfrey and Merrick. Godfrey? Uh, well, no, God, Godfrey, I think is like, he's 
up there with Merica, right? Is that am I? Yeah, I, I think that they're like equivalent. Merica has children who you yep. encounter in Elden Ring at least pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's Godfrick, Godfrey, uh, there's Radon, there's the awesome Valkyrie lady who I can't remember. <laughs> Basically, everyone who's introed in that opening sequence is like i imagined like dark souls does it it shows you these are the big bad boys that you're going to be encountering Mm -hmm. over the course of the game uh my personal interpretation of what's been presented so far it's it seems very similar to lord of the rings in some respect where there is this natural order aka the elden ring that was shattered and as a result of it shattered the natural order of the lands between is in disarray. And now there's major players that are all who all have their own kind of uh, agendas are all vying for power. And I think that the tarnished are one of those factions that is trying to go for power, but there's also other competing factions like the golden order. There is, um, a bunch of other things like the the rich snob people yeah. who do the glintstone magic. Is that the uh, two fingers? The the two, there's yeah the two yeah. fingers, the, two finger the three faction, fingers, the f- three finger faction. Yeah, but that's all I know the so far, and, and so I love funny. this. This, this is my <laughs> this is my favorite part of any FromSoft Me game. Too. Is like yep. everyone's everyone's taking interpretations, and everyone's like, "Well, I heard this thing, which makes sense," and you know, I'm going to apply yeah. what Alex said to this <laughs> yeah. and see if that like. Just using that to kind of decipher the culture is so is so fun. It's no, so it, it's neat. it's genius. It's so inspiring. Like, uh, and and the fact that From is known to put characters in their games who they themselves misunderstand the lore of the world, so that like not everybody <laughs> mm-hmm. is actually a qualified person to tell you what's going. True. On. Like, yeah. Right. In Bloodborne, there's examples of that across the board where somebody thinks they know what a hunter is, and then they're actually telling you wrong information <laughs> or the opposite of what is true. Jacques, what do you? Think it's going on and keep in mind there's also you're just the liars third, you're the third person <laughs> yeah. here so this has got to be the funniest one <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i think it's like i think i kind of explained it where i think it's just like these kids of this greater god who fucked everything up in their in their quest for power and now it seems like the world's in disarray like nick was saying and so they're all just like going for it um yeah then there's the trees yeah, there's trees. The ba- I think that the bears have their claim to power. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The bears. One are thing that win, I, yeah. one thing that I'm <laughs> dying to know win. about in, in from that opening sequence is the night of black knives, mm. where it showed like uh, where it showed Godfrey getting like his back scraped off by yeah. like some dudes in, in all black robe. I'm like, I want to know everything about why this happened. Yeah. It seemed like, like the Red Wedding cool kind name. of event. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like a, the like event a big... that couldn't be missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely interested. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there's, there's, there's also like lore built into like things that bosses will say during fights. So it's really yes. easy to not pay attention to mm-hmm. what they're saying. Um, I love how, yeah, like, you can't repeat dialogue sometimes too, even with an NPC and they'll say something like sometimes they'll repeat what they said, but they're going to leave out like two or three words. Like, no, wait, 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 what the fuck was that? Go back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, with Sekiro, we had a, uh, like a, a new kind of like vertical mechanic to the souls games that we'd never really seen before with like uh, double jumping and the grappling hook with this game. We have the horse. How do we like the horse? Love it. Love it. Love I'm, it. I'm mixed. I love it. Mixed. I love it for like the obvious reasons, like traversal and all that. I just hate controlling a horse in games. I don't like the way a horse <laughs> turns. Yeah. Um, and if I'm like, there's a lot of really specific platforming that this game actually yeah. does ask you to do. And it, 
The horse is not suited for it. Yeah. It don't feel great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. It leads quick... to many a clumsy death row. Like, I'm just trying to double jump onto this platform, please. Yeah. 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 The platforming's been bad in all their games. Like, every time you have to do it, I'm like, I appreciate oh, that it's there because I love platforming. Um, yeah. Right. And it's but always yeah. like, like it's almost like they're platforming. They ask you to do. They know it sucks. Like yes. that's why they like, they'll <laughs> position things where you have to like dodge roll, and then yeah. and that's how you actually get enough momentum and distance on a jump to land on a platform, where it's like very precarious. Uh, yeah. Back in my day, jump and roll were the same button. Yeah. <laughs> I still I do, keep I do doing like that, that by we accident. Have <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, shoot, I keep rolling. I, no. I tried <laughs> to make a jump with like a with a Dark Souls roll jump and I completely fucking died. I, they, <laughs> we got a we got a dedicated jump button now, baby. This is 2022. It's so silly looking. It looks <laughs> so funny it's jumping. Wild. It's wild to I jump do. I do game. like the verticality it mm-hmm. has for combat encounters though. Like I love jump slashing dudes and yes. I like I like that poise is super important in this game. So you can use those like jumping attacks to break people's guard and open them up to a critical, which is like so fun to do. You yeah. can and dodge cool. with jump too. And it, it wastes mm-hmm. stamina, like just as you'd expect. Like I was in a fight and someone did like a big sweeping uh, swing on the ground and I jumped over it like it was a jump rope. And I was like, I can't, I didn't even think of doing that before this moment. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It totally rocks. Uh, which yeah, sounds I, dumb, but if you, yeah, sorry, if you've, played dark souls games it does seem crazy to be able to jump over a boss yeah (laughs) totally i i'm i'm okay on the horse i think the horse i think i'm glad that the horse is more arcadey than it is Mm -hmm. realistic yeah that that would suck (laughs) uh if it was more like a red dead redemption 2 horse i would not be having as much fun did you play Uh, arceus pokemon legends yeah oh yeah yeah i wish i wish the horse functioned with a, a single button press just like the steel. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that yeah. was so convenient. And this one yeah. you have to like mm-hmm. you, there's I don't know. Yeah, sorry. You have to contort your hand yes. to like <laughs> I'm gonna hold the, the, the Y button and then up on the D pad. It feels like one button too many. <laughs> you could can't you just put the ring though on your on your um D pad down? Yeah, but then you gotta that's another thing to cycle through when you're in the middle uh, of combat. But then now yeah. you, you give up prime real estate yep. to yeah, your yeah. crimson yeah. flask. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I will say though that like it, in in a lot of the horse combats, I haven't gotten to a boss or had been I have not been challenged in any way with the horse combat that isn't just me doing drive bys. I don't know if that's how everyone well, else is. Oh. I, I watched the last duel recently and I'm like, I get it. This is what it is. I, yeah. It's just two dudes riding at each other. They swing once and then they make <laughs> wide turns, which and I like. I, I do. do like. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Or if you park, <laughs> you can get parked. Like I finally beat the tree sentinel last night, and oh, it was wow. like I, I had I got I nice. had to like park myself behind him and just like wail and then like <laughs> run away before you could turn around and i love fighting the bear on the horse i thought it was so fun like you like i'm like shooting magic at him and then running just as he slashed i thought it was like so exciting i like <laughs> yeah i loved it yeah um I, I i'm interested to get into more like bigger boss battles on horseback that require more than just drive by you know what i mean that are like yeah well, yeah, yeah. I, I think without saying too much i think the dragon is a good showcase of like yeah. off horse and joining the horse like getting yep. on the horse very quickly and it makes you feel like a badass you know just imagine a dragon yeah. about to breathe fire you turn around jump on the horse and then sprint away as the fire yeah. builds up behind yeah. you like that's <laughs> so cool yeah yeah 
Um, it's I yeah. This is gonna sound maybe like a, a, a silly a silly observation, but like I remember when Breath of the Wild came out, and I and I was saying like, oh, this is like if Zelda was like a Dark Souls game, <laughs> and now that this mm-hmm. game came out, I was like, oh, this is like if Dark Souls was like a Breath of the Wild game. They're it, in conversation like, with each other for sure. For sure, 100%. I feel like they're tit for tat and like mm-hmm. in sort of like elevating that open world medium to something that's just like becoming really special. Because I, I will say that like. The Ubisoft model of like open world gaming, which Breath of the Wild definitely has, which is like those towers unlocking and like unlocking parts of the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess this kind of does too with like literal maps you find. But mm-hmm. like, it, I don't know. This to me, the idea of just like, okay, now you just go anywhere and do anything. And like, you, the only gates being kept are like when things are too strong is like such a perfect way to do open world. And it like makes me want to explore that world so much more. Like, again, don't want to be too negative. If you like Horizon Forbidden West, that's totally fine. That's totally valid. Like it's it it is a huge prestige game. Uh, that game is a game where like I don't explore at all because I, I know exactly where to go. It's like where they told me to. And you know what you're gonna get too. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're gonna get when you explore. Whereas I think Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild. It, yeah. I think Elden Ring even more so. You don't know what you're going to find. You're right. gonna no. find a yeah. merchant or you're gonna find something far worse than like it, yeah. it just there's there's no formula to it or which consumable. i think that's, that's there's only one say. of like, in the exactly. game yeah. something about like FromSoft games especially like using breath of the wild as a comparison point FromSoft does not like to get you into a pattern you're comfortable with mm-hmm. um breath of the wild on the other hand was like i think also amazing and just like very focused on no we want you to understand the systems we want you to understand the rhythm you'll be in you're going to find a tower you're going to look for shrines along the way um and they did that perfectly but then like elden ring is doing the opposite where it's just like yeah so uh (laughs) you're never gonna feel comfortable Uh, yeah you're gonna like turn a corner so much variety yeah Yeah. i feel like this game i believe they're delivering on that like open world promise of just oh yeah um every area is different there's always like you're gonna see some reused assets you're gonna see some like caves and catacombs that are similar um but like they put a lot of extra effort into making sure things don't feel repetitive and i am shocked a a lot of those like smaller dungeons too like the caves the mines and stuff like they remind me a lot of bloodborne's chalice dungeons but way less obnoxious because they're short and sweet (laughs) they're they're basically what if chalice dungeons had a baby with breath of the wild shrines Mm, where it's like a perfect bite-sized little it's a little yeah a little morsel of an adventure there's there's so many rewards i feel like there's like Mm -hmm. a thousand rewards in this game like the reward might be there's a cave and i'm so excited oh i found a cave it's a new area yeah there's like finding a a site of grace there's finding like you get something that increases your flasks and i want to cry tears (laughs) yes they're called tears of joy yeah Yeah. 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 it's like it just i feel like i'm constantly rewarded yeah except for one time i beat a cave and they were like here's five mushrooms and i was just like are you fucking kidding but that's funny too (laughs) (laughs) i love like that's i've I've had like really anticlimactic adventures and where i'm like Fuck you, but okay, you got me. That was yeah. Good. yeah. I got I got an item that says hello when I use yes. it at the end of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm gonna and hello. I'll be and when I tell you I'm gonna be waiting for that item to come back in a big way throughout the game. Like I'm like I some, some at some point someone's gonna ask me to say hello and they're gonna give me a cool sword and I'll know just the thing. I think it's for <laughs> multiplayer. It is yeah. It is straight up multiplayer interaction because there's no voice That's chat. Horrible. Yeah. So dude. it is just That's horrible. it is just how you Maybe. say hello or thank you. I don't know, Jeremy. <laughs> Did you have to use gestures for something? Like, yeah, like I'm sure they'll probably there might yeah. be something you have to use it for. <laughs> oh, and when I tell you my gesture is this every time. <laughs> just a there's big a part. Circle. 
there's a thing where they were like, make this gesture in this scenario. And I was like, oh, okay, the gestures matter. I hope so. Uh, I that I that happens in Bloodborne, so I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't mm-hmm. doubt it. I yeah. love, uh, wait, go back to the Horizon Zero Dawn. Someone pointed this out, but it made me laugh so hard that Horizon Zero Dawn came out and then like a few days later, Breath of the Wild came out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Horizon Forbidden West comes out and then a week later, Elden Ring comes out. It's, it's like... What are the fucking odds? I do think yeah. they, those games still sell really well, though, so I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, but the joke is like, I can't wait for the third Horizon game to come out, so like the yeah, best game the... ever made is going to be released that same weekend. I, I, yeah. As much as it does, like, well, I felt worse for. I mean, no, I didn't really feel bad either time, but I feel like <laughs> a little bad for Zero Dawn because Zero Dawn was like, I, you know, when that game came out, I was like, I was like, oh man, like this is like. This is like a brand new IP and it's like a brand new fucking like a like I don't know the art design is like something I haven't seen in games for a long time at least and uh and like this you know this one this time around I'm just like well they made another one of those and like this yeah know. um I uh I oh yeah oh I uh I don't know why I just want to bring this up. I found a cat mask. Did you guys find like the weird cat I'm wearing it. I'm wearing, yeah, I'm I'm wearing, wearing it too. Baby. No. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I imp, found it once, and I was, like, I was like, "This is a strong mask. I'm gonna keep yeah. this thing on." Yeah, the, the the stats are good, and it looks insane. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick, <laughs> I, I I my 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 Elden prayers are going out to you that you find this cat mask. I won't tell you where it is. I've, but Nick, I have scoured Limgrave, and I have no idea what you're talking Nick, about. Nick, your character wouldn't want to wear this mask. They just got free of the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's true. He, he he is now desensitized to anything covering his face. He wants to be open to the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm really digging. Um, I I as far as the art direction goes, do you guys feel like it? it the, like the the world is uniform. I'm kind of getting a little bit of a push pull and tug in a lot of different genres of fantasy. Is like sometimes like I'll oh, run into a character and they'll look like Little Red Riding Hood, and then sometimes I'll look run into a character and they look yeah Santa Claus <laughs> yeah. or like they'll look way different. Like they're from a different. Like you brought up the pot earlier. I'm like I'm like oh. Big pot in the ground doesn't love super fit with what's going, but I, I don't want them to not be in the game. <laughs> but, but I think I that's do. to their strength where they're pulling yeah. from yeah. everything they've already worked on. Because there's elements of Sekiro character designs in here, uh, like with both the trolls and the samurai characters you run into. There's yeah. blood, there's mm-hmm. some bloodborne shit. Um, yeah. yeah, there's like a part where I, I saw some messages other players left on the ground, and it just like seems familiar because it looks like yeah. Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. to turn off the messages. I want uh, to. Why? Because it was, I just saw too many like fingers butt jokes, yep. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no, yeah. that's enough. That is enough. I can't. Oh, I'll miss out on items. I'll miss them. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I like can't read this anymore. Yeah, I yeah, I, 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 it took me a minute to figure out what was going on there. I guess it's just because they censored B U T T, right? Like that's why everyone's doing. Well, they can't type. You can't type it anyway. They're just picking words that are in the vocabulary to sound like finger butthole. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, gotcha. There's also amazing chest yeah. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Although they, that one in Dark Souls got a huge laugh out of me because it was right in front of Guinevere. Yeah, that, one, that one's very good. <laughs> the um, I, I I was gonna say I like I like the messages uh, other than like those particular jokes because of the the sense of community around like the game. Like people are always mm-hmm. like. You know, right. oh, there's something over here. No, he's a liar. You know, like uh, weird, yeah. weird, like messages competing with one another and stuff. And I think they need to uh, make less of them in the opening area. I think they need to like cull some. That because yeah. once I got further away, I was like, okay, these are tolerable now. 
Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll try them again then. <laughs> yeah. I because I'm I'm only seeing the finger butthole one every you know every seven messages. It's way <laughs> way less yeah. now. Way less. Now. Yeah. I've never. I've to the to this moment. I've played probably fifteen hours. Not discovered one illusory wall, despite all the glyphs on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely insane how many there of those there are. Like people. Just, oh my! Don't. That's the worst thing you could. Oh, oh wait. I, oh, the messages. Are there actually illusory walls? No, I'm talking about that. Oh, I'm gotcha, talking about that. Gotcha. oh I was so like. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I was about Bobo. to. I was about to start crying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man. No, no, no. Yeah. I okay. Listen, I will say that now and then make everyone mad. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. The uh, the messages, but also just yeah. to just to be clear. To confirm, a friend did tell me that they found an illusory wall. And that's they're not That's the not worst lying. thing you could have said. I know. Now I'm gonna Whoa. check every time. I know. There's one. There's one in the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I they could they could have been lying to me. I don't think they were. Um Yeah. <laughs> I haven't found a mimic yet, which I'm a little curious Same, I'm about. I'm scared. <laughs> I, I'm every time I, still I, lack I get up to a chest, yeah, I always lack them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I've not found one either, and I didn't oh. even consider that I could find one. Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing that I really um, that I notice about this game that I kind of love is like with Dark Souls, I always tend to play defensively because I think that game incentivizes you to. Whereas Bloodborne was a game that encouraged you to play aggressively in order mm-hmm. to maintain your health and all that. And I really like how this game is taking cues from Bloodborne by making players play more aggressively because even if you use all your crimson flasks to heal yourself if you kill a select group of people in like oh. an area mm-hmm. it'll actually replenish your stuff so it yeah. encourages you to finish encounters despite you being scared you're like well if i if i really take on this one last guy i'm so close to death but yeah. it, it it adds those like the the emergent storytelling moments where you're like my moment was me beating this this dude's ass when I had a sliver of health and I yes. got everything I needed to heal afterwards. Like I love systems like that that feel like an evolution of stuff they've done in the past. Yeah, that's a great middle I, ground. Absolutely. I love it. It raises the stakes on little fights. Like I had that mm-hmm. moment where I was like so low health and I was like, I know they'll give me my flasks back if I can. Or you'll pick and count like you'll pick fights with people, whereas in other games I would have avoided them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna pick on this group because I know I can beat them. Well, especially uh, in this game, the overworld, you can skip a lot. Um yeah. and mm-hmm. it's it's good to have any reason to fight them. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. I love the uh flask mechanic, the allocating flasks. I think it's oh, yeah. so smart and strategic. It's yeah. like Ugh, I just like adore that system. Yeah, because depending on what encounter you're doing, you might go full like uh, cerulean yep. tears yeah. in, instead of crimson because you're like, I actually am just gonna spam all of my magic <laughs> at this person. Exactly. Like, yeah, um, yeah that 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 has created such a great. This is uh, Nick. To your point, this is the first. Um, well, like I mean, first I, I played so because I played Demon Souls, I'm like very. And that my build in that was very sword shield or dagger shield or mace shield, whatever. This is the first like, like this feels like a game just like Demon Souls, but I'm not using a shield to that like mm-hmm. to that like point. I'm like, double handed, baby. Yeah, I, oh, I got yeah. I got like a magic fist and a and a and a sword, and it's oh, like yes. and it's so it's like yeah, and, and if I and if I do equip a shield, my guy's super slow as hell, and he can't he like he yeah. like fall on the ground. So I uh, so I I just literally am not playing defensively at all. I'm, my Me my neither. defense is to run away and then. Oh wow, uh, Jeremy, I'm the same. I haven't used a shield once. Really, ah. I yeah. also never figured out the parry. I, I even early on, I, I couldn't. I I never. Yeah. I only got to work right a couple times. And Parrying it was like, is hard, but the shield counter is really good, and that's yeah. a lot easier to pull off. 
Yeah. What's that? The yeah. shield counter? The you, you block and then immediately heavy attack right oh, after the right. block. And that does right. like a good amount of damage and stuns them usually. Yeah. There's uh, just oh, yeah. oh go ahead, Alex. Sorry. Oh no, I was I was, I've been dual wielding swords, but also switching that sword for a shield when I need to. Yeah. And third mode is using my staff. So like I've uh, I've got yeah. like three three different like modular attack modes and none of them are amazing but they offer me yeah. such versatility. But the it's game with, encourages you to play around with different yeah. weapons. Yeah. Which, like you, I never feel like I'm like in Dark Souls. Whenever you commit to something, I feel like oh man, I want to use that cool sword, but now I can't. Whereas <laughs> this game, you are still like stat gated, but I think that it's still a little more forgiving with like well, you can work your way up pretty easily to be able to wield something. And there's a lot of like. low level weapons. Although I, I did get a whip, and I can't wait to see how that works. But I don't want to upgrade my dexterity to use. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. interesting. Yeah, I, with- I noticed there's like a, not a lot of early staff stuff like did, where yeah. did you find a staff does anyone know a good place to find a staff i bought a staff. a staff i'll tell you an easy one there's a vendor yeah. um right when you get to the second like main area after you can actually skip um the castle in the beginning and you can go straight here which i did mm-hmm. um, but there's like a lake area and one of the vendors right near the entrance will sell you a staff are we talking north talking east it's north it's north, north? Of the, okay. it's north, north of stormvale gotcha yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah nice nice i got a i got a pretty cool glintstone staff like a staff made out of glintstone which is pretty sick but yeah. uh did you how get... i got it was kind of a a pain in the ass gotcha. <laughs> i got the, i got the same wait wait was it you have to climb a tower full of people attacking you inside of it uh no actually okay, I got, I, it was the thing that happens in every FromSoft game where you are unwittingly transported somewhere else oh <laughs> and, yeah and so i was like well this is my life now <laughs> i guess i live yeah. here that happened yeah. to me right at the beginning and i got transported oh, to no. a scary part of the map on the farther side this is before i even unlocked the hub area Mm-hmm. and i, I oh, was just wow. like fighting for my was, life running. was it the top right was yes it, like, the top yep. right yeah it's just like ridiculous how hard those people are You're like, wow. great um, have y'all found the uh the flask of wondrous physique yes you got it yeah. yeah what is that, that? It, it is the coolest addition yeah. be- because like the dark souls 3 introduced the two different like flask options where you can like oh a healing one or an ash one but this uh glass of wonder or flask of wondrous physique basically is like this custom potion that you can find items in the world that basically you can combine two different ingredients to make a special potion. So right now my my flask of wonders physique will one buff my stamina and two uh increase my um like overall damage Whoa. and you can have it do different things. Like there's one where uh I saw in the network test where you can do like healing over time and then it'll explode every time you get healed. So like you'll basically be a radiating bomb that <laughs> that'll like just do damage to people around you. So like you can mix and match different things based on oh, whatever so you want to cool. do. It's yeah. so cool. I have, the, I have the healing idea. over time one, but not the exploding one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think the network test gave like a tease of some oh. of the cooler stuff. So Whoa. I'm I'm very excited to hopefully find that one. I feel soon. like I, I got that, but I didn't. I have not used it or know what it is or what to do with it. You need you need these crystal tears, and you can set them at the sites of grace. Yeah. So like uh, my, uh, you'll find them yeah, all my, over. Oh sorry. My flask makes me a passionate love maker. <laughs> yeah. It's sweet. Did everybody? Need a flask yeah. For that. Oh yeah. I was gonna bring up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but just uh, yeah, there's definitely a part where you can where you can choose uh choose love over over uh over not love in the game oh yeah and then you 
Is this the one? Okay. The debuff. Everyone's talking about the hug. Everyone's talking about the hug. We can talk about the hug. I didn't know that it had this debuff on me for like eight hours. Yeah. I like saw the red dot and I was like, what is that? Wait, it debuffs you? Yeah, it takes away 5% of your health until you use the item. You're at 5%. You're at 95% of your max health. Wait. Until until I use the item that I got from the hug? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been like that the whole game. I, I did that yeah. right away, and I never noticed. I never I, used that. Do, uh, that what uh, what item health. did she give me? I never even. She gives a blessing. You like a, yeah, it's like something blessing. It's a blessing that I think restores like FP over time or, or something. Poise, like that. yeah, something. Or poise, yeah, yeah something yeah, like that. Something like that. But but that was okay. that that hug was the thing that took my prisoner out of his helmet. Oh, upon yeah. Yeah. that That's is great. so good. <laughs> I love like you creating this narrative so much. That's so good. Yeah, that's really great. Um, awesome. I I guess uh uh what is is every the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about before we head on out of here uh is what is everyone's approach or what was everyone's approach early on to exploration in general? Because I find I find that like the more I learn about myself and my relationship with video games, the more I realize that I have like in like I, I gravitate towards, you know, like having my Resident Evil item box all very nice and neat and like everything and like and like it kind of drives me crazy to live in a like chaos in a game. <laughs> so I have found that I am like I am inching the map outwards, like expanding all angles of it. Like, like basically doing circles, like, 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 mm. uh, like expanding my circumference, I guess, is, is to make everything perfectly even. So I'm not catering to one area of the map too the much. The mathematic approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm so not doing that, Jeremy. Okay, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's my no. particular approach, which is like, which is like, okay, I've explored so much of the beach, but, and I'm kind of like g- covered that. Now I got to go around and hug the south and then go up to the east. So, um, yeah, and, and it's kind of like, this is this type of open world exploration, not unlike Breath of the Wild. It's it doesn't I love it. I'm having so much fun and it's there's something very satisfying about it, but like leaving things untouched drives me nuts. <laughs> Where I'm just like, I don't know what that icon is on the map. I have to go know what that is. I can't even focus on this boss. I need to know what this icon is. I get into that trouble, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what are you, what's y'all's approach? I just go one direction and then see how far I can go. Yeah. But how Basically. do you know when to pull back? I I don't. I hopefully find going. sites of I hopefully find sites of grace along the way, and then I've only found one map fragment so far. But oh, I wow. like yeah. Yeah. They're hard okay. to find. That, that, I, I that seemed hurtful. Every time Nick. I found one, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm just like, I, the, like it's so interesting how different people are. Because I, I think I take a similar approach, Jacques, where I just kind of go in a direction, and I, I, I just the fact that we both do have a similar mindset yet i tend to find map fa- fragments it just feels weird like this is more it, hurtful it's, it, yeah. well it's just luck it's just it's luck, like right? somehow you're dumber I, I don't yeah. know. it's like you're worse at video games i don't understand Jacques, no. you, you no. must not be actually playing it right he's just imagining everything <laughs> yeah. no, it, it, yeah. it is just luck though it's like explore yeah. that's what happens when you explore right sometimes you find something sometimes yeah. you don't there's a big uh, chunk i've been everywhere and i haven't found the map yet i'm like i'm dying i've already seen everything here just let me have the map Right. I'm very reckless abandoned where I'm just like, I don't know, what would I actually do if I were in this situation? I see a cool 
thing over there. Let me go check it out. Yeah. And then it's like, then you find a ghost there who's like, oh, the tower that used to be. And then you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you scan the horizon and you're like, okay, that kind of looks like a tower. Let me go check it out. And then Whoa. what I'll do after that is look at my map. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I've really thoroughly explored an area. And then I'm like, there's strangely no sights of grace in this chunk of the map. So let me go walk there again yeah. and see if there's anything I missed. Huh. Yeah. Do y'all use markers? I'm actually using markers for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I'm using life. them for the vendors because otherwise I'll forget. Oh, that. that's a great idea. Yeah. No, I yeah. Ha- I haven't used. A, I do it for markers. bosses that I know I can't beat yet. Mm, I'll like that's a good idea. Yeah, vendors and NPCs for me because the quest line stuff is kind of hard for me to track. Like yeah. I have a, a hard time. Like where was that person again? Right. Yeah. So yep. knowing where I can like return to this woman who wanted me to go check out her dad's castle, like mm-hmm. knowing that I can drop a marker there is is so nice. Yeah, that's a good call. Also, uh, good side quest. <laughs> yeah, I I, I did that great. quest and I went back to her and you're uh, telling me there's a girl in this who has a dad. <laughs> oh shit, Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry spoilers. That sounds awesome. Um, Alec, <laughs> what's your what's your approach to exploration? Pretty. I'm uh, so when I play like a like a Metroidvania is the best way I'll describe. It, is like I'll I'll end up knowing exactly. I'll, I can sense where the game wants me to go, and I'll be like, I'll explore everything around this before I move forward. Right. And that's kind of a trap in open world games because I will get really sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Yeah, like um, I I got to the Lakes of Lirna, which is like the next. I think it's officially the second area after you second do like the, area. Yeah, like Number after two. you do like the first boss stuff. Um, right. When and you, yeah, you emerge. Yeah, you emerge, the, the and I place. I knew it was the next area, and because of that, I was like, well, I want to explore everything else first, and I got so sidetracked that like I'm already level forty, and I just went back there. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and gotcha. and I and I re- I realized like. Oh, I've been having trouble everywhere else because I've been underleveled, but this is where I was supposed to be. <laughs> right. right. Um, so now I like fully explored all that, and I'm at like the the second dungeon now, as I would call it. It's not really a dungeon, but yeah. Ooh, I love it. Um, the a legacy dungeon. No. I think that's what like the big boss ones are, right? Is that legacy what we're calling dungeons? them, legacy dungeons? Yeah. I think that's what the game calls. Them. I'm not a hundred. I haven't done I'll any t- of them. I'll so. tell you where I'm at. Well, wait, have you done Stormvale Castle? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, so that's like the. Uh, no spoilers really but that is like the big first one yeah and i mean I think, there's an npc that says like go there yes <laughs> yeah. go to the castle that, yeah. and those are nick you got to try them because those are like fully explained like exported dark souls levels and yeah. they're, they're like standalone oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited there it's, it's insane it felt like a breath of fresh air because i was kind of just candidly getting a little more i don't like open world games generally mm-hmm. right. and i love this but like i was like i don't know how much this is going to keep me engaged i miss dark souls level design and then nope you get them they're like they're they're in there and i'm at the second one it, now it, which is ray Lucario. it's addressing yeah. the the breath of the wild complaint where everyone's like i like it but there's no real zelda dungeons yes, this feels like that, that. Yeah. yeah and these this are incredible is, they're fucking huge too they're, yep. the, ca- oh. the, the castle's monstrous yeah it was like Jacques, have you gotten through stuff. the castle i'm at the boss at the end of it but i haven't oh, okay. beaten him yet yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah yeah, dude. I got a- like three quarters of the way through my first time fighting him, Ooh. and then I've never approached that. The next, I know that times. feeling. <laughs> that and, and I, there's like a science to it too. Now where mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, last night, I I did beat the boss, but I wasn't expecting to. I was I was I was literally engaging with the boss over and over again, and I, in my mind, I was like, what's going to happen is you're going to wake up tomorrow and beat the boss. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you're you're gonna grind, 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 and it'll be too like and I would get worse and worse at the boss the more I played. And then I was just like, but I just know that tomorrow 
right away. I'm going to beat it first try. And uh, like I, I would go in. I was telling Jackie this. I would go in and I would just run around the boss just to like look at what the boss does. He would just, like you know what I mean? Because I was like I was getting killed so quickly. I was just like, what is his moves? Like what is his tells? Like what is he? You know, you're studying. Yeah, studying him. And I, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Fu- that's a good. Fu- so far. No complaints with any of the encounters, like any of the bosses that I've fought. Like they just, they feel so good. Oh, agreed. That's that's another thing too. I, you know, like, like it's again, like Jacques, kind of what you were saying earlier. You don't want to call this game like easier, but I want to call it like it, like it makes more sense or something. It feels better. Like it's more accessible. If you die at a boss, there's those stakes America that let you go right back to the boss. Like that, that's not that, something. That's exactly true. But I mean, even in the encounter of the mm. bosses themselves, I'm finding that like, like there's a part early on where you get into a cave and they, and they throw two, there's a boss, a mini boss where it's right. like two things fighting you at once. And, there's like a way to like kind of like go to the one side and beat the one and then go to the like you can like I don't know yeah. it seems like built into the encounter and they've done this like they've have so many boss encounters that they've done in their in their run as like from like Dark Souls through Sekiro that they're pulling from a lot of tricks they've already used right but like the best ones I feel like are the ones that like have this very nice ramp that goes like from like I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing to I'm beating the boss and it's like 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 the more the more rocky that ramp gets the worse I think you feel about an encounter in general cuz you're like you're like this is inconsistent I don't know what I'm doing and, and like the, <laughs> the game's not quite telling me or I'm not figuring it out you know I I feel so stupid at this boss but like right. a lot of these encounters I felt like no I get it. I'm getting this. I'm getting it. I'm getting more and more and more information. And every 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 time I fight it, it's getting a little bit easier. Um, and I think this. I don't know. I, I it's just. I think it's just a design from a design There's, standpoint. They just are, yeah. They they have so many games to build off of, and I've noticed like I can pinpoint which boss is kind of from which genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I fought like I'm like there's a Bloodborne boss, and I fought with yeah. yeah, the Sekiro boss. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. so it's so fun. Yeah. Oh, there's man. a moment that happens with that Godric, and I won't spoil it because I know Nick hasn't played it and other people haven't. Yeah. But it like. Oh, it's just the best. Oh my god, I, I was loved like, it. Yeah. It was just like, God, this is that what is I want. So excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Godric fight is really good. If it's the if it's the moment I'm thinking of, it's like it the is so point. Yeah, the halfway point. Yeah. yeah where yeah. it's just like you're it, you're just you're just like you're just like doing this. You're just like, Yeah. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Up and cheering. Yeah. yeah, it feels like a gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> truly, oh, man, did, truly. Did you guys this is a suggestion. Um <laughs> the starting area had like a fog gate that you need one of those stone sword yes. keys for. Yeah. Did, did you go back there and do it's at the bottom? I, I did it right at the beginning of the game because I chose the stone sword key. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, I'm as my starting yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah. And so I opened it up literally before I set foot in Limgrave. Oh, my God. I probably spent about 40 minutes just getting owned over it. Oh, over. is it a boss in there? Is that what's in there? <laughs> well, it is. There's a couple things in there. It, okay. it, it is a hellish onslaught to eventually reach a boss that you truly, I don't know when you would ever be prepared for. It was. Whoa. It's also like the most terrifying thing I've seen in the game so far. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's it, like really it looks like a cool. like a like a late game Bloodborne boss. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah, I had I found I found one of those keys and I thought about that area and I was like I should go back and do it there. But then I found an area in Stormvale and I opened that like fog gate instead i would wait a bit yeah Yeah. you're you're gonna be like i was a little disappointed i used it there because i'm like oh i like i'm not ready yeah yeah (laughs) i I wish uh i I need i should mark down those places where you need to use a key too Mm -hmm. that would be another good spot for markers yeah so i've seen a few more too that i'm just like oh i need to oh i want to get in there 
I want to get it. And I won't I won't spoil too much, but I do love there was a point where I got a little sad because I was like, oh, like I love the lands between. I think it's a cool like overworld, but I was like, is this really all that there is? And then you get transported to areas that are just as massive and you're like this place has its own sky. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Without saying too much, there's a point where you will take an elevator. And yes, I think I we're talking about the same spot. I, yep. I my like my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh, okay, this game is twice as big as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had that moment. Like, yeah, yeah. So far, I'm like, yeah. If if the game was only as big as that first opening area with like the one map fragment, I'd be like, yeah, sure, yeah. This is just like a this is a very fun game. This is as big as any of the other Dark Souls games. But like. Yeah, I mean, people joke are joking a lot about like this is Dark Souls four, five, and six, and I I think there's something to that. <laughs> uh, a fair joke. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, uh, let's 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 try to wrap up, get out of here. I I do want to uh, last thing though before we go. Um, you know, this game obviously came out from software. I'm sure is going to be working on like, you know, like uh, supporting this game and patching it and working on all the kinks for you know for the next few months. But I I'm as every good development studio uh uh does they'll be working on something else what is a place a setting so another another thing we want to see them do or a place that we want to see them go i think that's that's uh that's have kind you of heard the question. rumors what are the rumors he's going back to armored core i did hear that yeah yeah, yeah. Which, i don't know if that means it would just be like another armored core sequel over it would be like armored core meets dark souls but my dream would be a armored souls where like instead of picking up weapons you're picking up different like mech pieces uh-huh. like oh I have like an arm from a mech that's like something else or I have like a helmet from a like I want that so bad that would yeah. be amazing that's, I hope that's, that's not bad is. yeah that's not bad yeah I, I think I think for me it's like a version of that but it's like just like anything in like the mechanical age, like where there's like mm-hmm. more like more like a futuristic type type setting. Um, I don't know if that means fully like swords are out, but I know that it means like cars. That'd be crazy. Like in a world where there are vehicles. <laughs> I like can't that. picture it, but I, I would be. That's, that's why it would be so yeah. cool. <laughs> it would be wild. It'd be wild. But I, I mean, I'm the, also the guy who like wants Zelda in space. So like I, you know, like I want Link to literally go to the moon. Uh, I love a big swing like that. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jacques, what about you? What are you thinking? I don't know. That's interesting. I like for some reason my mind immediately went to cowboys for no reason at Hell all. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm into that. And, and I yeah. was like, what if like just like a really hard world where like you don't just it's not easy to kill people like in every other cowboy game and it's like mm, scary yeah. west the west is scary i mean that yeah. makes sense because like i mean frontiers are hard play- like it's the same as like a fantasy world where it is like sprawling landscapes with i mean that's red dead i guess but yeah but like yeah. but i would i want like an eldritch cowboy yes game, you cowboy, know? Yeah. cowboy i mean that Cowboy that horror. rules yeah that yeah. sounds awesome <laughs> yeah yeah like that's american cool. frontier horror is honestly pretty rife uh that's that's a that's a strong premise oh. those are those are some words that i like yep. yeah yeah <laughs> let's talk off camera <laughs> did everybody go did everybody mention one that they wanted I, nick yours was the armor core one i mean i would love an armored core souls thing um uh, my weird just i think it'd be silly and and probably very good if they return to like a kingsfield style game oh. now, that they have, now that they have all of the like social clout they do because if they're like we're gonna make a, a a first person dungeon explorer again 
what is the rest of the world still gonna buy it right like yeah, at this point they're just so gonna funny. okay so what what if they like what does a first person from soft game look like now yeah. and I, i'd be curious to see that <laughs> yeah yeah first person swords I, I don't know if it's swords. Well, maybe it's maybe oh, there's a man. maybe they make a shooter. I don't know. Yeah. I've never tried Kingsfield, but I would. Yeah, I feel like it's rough. But I want to try it. If you is that like, game notoriously like an, hard as well? It's it's mm-hmm. pretty obtuse. It is unforgiving. Gotcha. Gotcha. It is you can screw yourself over for a decision you make in the first thirty minutes, forty hours later. Ooh. Like it, it, it's tough, but I think it's interesting, and I think a lot of the reasons why we like dark souls what we like elden ring it all started like in their early dna before miyazaki and, and i think a lot of that dna still holds true damn alec did you go did you say oh uh, i just shared the armored core rumors and now, now that i said american frontier horror uh, that's all i can think about so that's awesome my, <laughs> that's my choice too yeah well Folks, that's going to do it for Video Games, a comedy show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, That was our coverage on Elden Ring. Uh, Connor McCabe, dear friend of the show, Connor McCabe, he has uh, asked me about perhaps doing a co-op, hosting my own co-op for Call Me By Your Game, covering Elden Ring. Because Connor doesn't play these games. He doesn't even try to fuck around with them. But I think he does. I think he's interested in wanting, you know, having that covered. This would be a just do it. A full spoilery uh, show. Oh, I would love to have you all back for that. Probably this would be probably in the month of April when we've kind of we've beat played yeah. through, <laughs> beaten it, absorbed it, yeah. we're moved on from it, and have a, and have time to uh, you know uh, formulate our, our final thoughts on it. So I'd love to have you all back for that. Uh, but uh, that's that's something to yeah. look forward to a little bit more in the future. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Uh, if you like what you heard, you want to hear more of it by the creators of this show, and you want to pay for that content, you can go to patreon.com slash radio. We have stuff from the makers of Reactivators, call, uh, call Me By Your Game, Video Games A Comedy Show, and Inside Video Games Classic with July. Uh, just about a new... Uh, exclusive piece of content comes out to that Patreon every day of the week, Mom. Okay. Uh, Alec, <laughs> do you want to plug? Plug, yeah. Um, the Mr. Boop hardcover collection comes out in May um, through Silver Sprocket. You can order it from their website or just any website, but, you know, go to your local bookstore and have them. That rocks. Cool. That rocks. Congrats, congrats, congrats. on that, by the Thank way. Thank you yeah. so much. Congrats. Yeah, big yeah. big a, W. I, want I can't hard, wait to buy it. I want a hardcover version. It looks that's, that's so awesome. good. I can't. Yeah. It's it's kind of fucked up how fancy the book looks. I, it You're telling me I could read your comic for free and then I can buy it? That's <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm totally gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's or, people like to that. do it. I I want uh, people to be able to read it for free, but also fuck it. People want to. I, I read it. all of Mr. Boop, and I'm like, as soon as you announced physical, I'm like, gonna buy it day one. So very yeah, excited. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, Nick Limon. Where can people find you? Hey, find me on everything at Advent Nick. Awesome. Jacques Maladu. Yeah, you can find me on everything at Jacques Ness Monster. Excellent. And uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing. Uh, have, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>